0: Hi there, and welcome to episode 49 of the Playground Project with me, your host, Tanya Pomerantz. I'm so glad you're spending your time today with my fabulous Mr. Guest and me. Before we start our career chat, I invite you to subscribe to the Playground Project podcast for free. I love just hanging out on the playground together. And in the doghouse today, we are shining the spotlight on a rescue I just learned about today like right now. It's called Rebel Dog Rescue. Established in February 2020, Rebel emerged from the collective vision of dedicated young women who share a love of dogs and an unwavering commitment to the principles of animal welfare. The acronym stands for Rescue, Educate, Believe, Empower, and Love Dogs. A link to their website is in the show notes. A love of dogs is something that both my fabulous Mr. Guest and I share. Please welcome the amazing Joanne Savoie Malone. Welcome, Joanne Savoie Malone. It is absolutely a pleasure to have you on the playground with me today. And I like to give context. So I'm going to just give the little, you know, the blurb. Underneath your picture on LinkedIn. Okay. And it is this uh, guiding professionals through career transitions with expert bilingual coaching, strategic branding, and customized job search solutions, DISC certified human behavior consultant, and my favorite licensed menopause champion. <laughs> um, so here's how I uh, have, here's how Joanne and I met. It, it, it is a funny, wonderful story. And it is, uh, I don't know, I think that Joanne might have had one of the biggest impacts on my life. My darling friend, Brianna, called me up a couple of years ago. Yeah. And she said um, that she had this opportunity. She met this woman and she just loved her. And oh, Tanya, you will just love her. You'll get on really well. And she's offering you this opportunity to invite a couple people to this really cool training. And, uh, and I thought, all right, you know, Brianna is always good when it comes to knowing who would be a good person and and all that kind of stuff. So I attended and it was this, it's called mensana and Joanne did the, did the facilitation and everything. And it was women and it was really cool. And, you know, during our conversations, we would always talk about, well, what are you doing? And, and I would always be saying, I'm working on my book. I'm I'm writing my book. I'm doing this my book, my book, my book. So finally Joanne it said, "Well, you know, I can int- introduce you to an editor." And I'm like, "Yeah, I'm not ready for that." And then then just the way that it it happens, I don't even know. Th- the editor, I guess Joanne, whatever, she connected us. And I was like, "I'm not ready for this." And I can remember how anxious and and stuff I was feeling. And then it was just, you know, Tanya just let it go. Just let mm-hmm. it go. Which as anybody who knows me knows, I, especially my family, letting it go is not something that comes naturally to me. So it was a real big deal for me to meet the editor. And it turns out that Lynn and, you know, Lynn was a my first guest on the podcast. Lynn and I got along famously. And it was because of Joanne, who introduced me to Lynn, that my book, Sex, Self-Esteem, and Sheer Stupidity, Surviving Your Twenties and Beyond, actually became a reality. So, so there we go. So that's how I know Joanne. And then the latest, <laughs> I don't know, whatever, is that when I started working at World Skills in the Empowering Newcomer Women program, who should be a, an external facilitator? But Joanne Savoie Malone. And I'm like, my whole life, just, just. <laughs> so voila! Uh, thank you so much for for coming out today, Joanne.
1: It's my pleasure to be here, Tanya. I'm really excited to have a conversation with you. And yeah, I love that story that I that you know I, I keep forgetting that uh, I introduced you to Lynn. So I'm so happy that uh, you got your book out.
0: Yeah, me too. Me too. And and I have to say that it was only last was it last Friday or Thursday, last Thursday, that we, Joanne and I actually went out and enjoyed a meal together and actually talked and connected. And Brianna was right. She's absolutely lovely, as you're going to see throughout our our conversation on the playground today. And yeah, basically two menopausal women. Um, (laughs) Good luck to us and good luck to everybody. So so you know the questions and and here they are. Where did you grow up and go to high school? Well, I'm a northern
1: girl. So I grew up in North Ontario in a very small town. It was like a vill- it was called Village. And it was all French. So hmm. um I grew up in a very small community. And with my family, my both my parents being in a French community had multiple siblings mother 13 and my father nine. So um, so it ended up having like right today I have, uh, I counted them over 90 first cousins. We were all living in that community. So I enjoyed living with all these cousins and all these friends. And then I went to high school in a, it's called Neuliskern. Before high school, I did move to Timmins for a bit. Timmins is a little further north, but then we came back to Earlton. And coming back to Earlton, I couldn't wait to leave. Uh, I <laughs> couldn't wait to leave uh, the village to go to a bigger city.
0: Yeah. So you finally got out of Earlton then?
1: I finally got out. I just wanted to leave so badly. And I even broke up with my boyfriend then that wanted to get married. But because he didn't want to leave Earlton, I said, nope, I'm going. (laughs) And at the first opportunity, I went to Ottawa. Why Ottawa? I don't know. I was 19. My sister was there already. And Mm. I knew a lot of people from Marlton that were there. And I don't know, it sounded like the right choice. So I was working in a bank. I was working at a bank in Neuliskert and I asked for a transfer and they gave it to me. So it was like so easy. And I just moved. I had not a care in the world. I just, I was so happy to Mm. be there. However, I, I hardly spoke English at that time. When I was 19, I could barely speak English. So I had to struggle at the beginning to learn the language, even take
0: courses and things like that. So, okay. So here you go. You're, you're, you're 19. And at that time, like, was it in the family that people would go to university after high school or, or what did that look like?
1: Not back home, you know. Uh, more today, but uh, back then, um, you didn't go to university. Not a lot of my friends went to university because mm-hmm. the trend was to to get married. All my friends that had boyfriends that they had been going out for for many years, and the trend was to get married. So when I wanted to go to university, I started going to university when I moved to Ottawa while I was working, but it didn't finish. But You know, that's okay. But my dream was to go to university, but it was not supported back home. And I felt the only way I had to to get away from that thinking from my boyfriend, from everybody, was just to cut everything and leave. And I think that was the best decision in my life.
0: That's a pretty intense decision to be making at that young age. I know. I know. I look
1: back and I say, how the hell did I do that?
0: So, okay, so there you are, and you started going to university. What were you taking? So I just took the
1: Bachelor of Arts. However, when I was young, I was always dreaming of being a journalist. You know, I was always like the investigative type of journalist. Mm -hmm. So, you know, when you think about the, uh, back then, you know, the Peter, uh, Spider-Man with Peter (laughs) Parker. (laughs) Yes, yes. I, I used to love Peter Parker, and then you know Clark Kent and Lois Lane, you know, in Superman when they were working at the Daily Planet. That uh, I I don't know, I fantasized doing that kind of work, and even uh, Nancy Drew, you know, those uh, he, she was a reporter at a school with uh, slash also a detective. So I
0: always thought that oh, that would be so cool, right? <laughs> I love that, and you know what? I think it really says a lot about you—the fact that you were fantasizing more about the job that they were doing rather than like Spider-Man or Superman. It was, it was Clark Kent and it was Peter Parker that you were interested in. I love that. I love that. So you started there in getting your BA and working. Yeah. That must've been a tough slog as well
1: yeah it was but i I was i love learning and I really thrived in school but I had to sometimes stop on and off on and off but and then at one point my big dream was to work in a big organization like a big corporate world right so hmm. so as I went along my my career looks like a uh, like a mishmash but I wanted to try so many things like I'm a little girl from a small town that there's not a lot of you know, simulation about what you should be doing or things to do or things like that. So I wanted to try anything and everything. So so I was in a banking industry, but then I was so fascinated back then on the word processors, you know, the, the <laughs> big banking machines there. Yes. Yeah. So I took a class and I, like, I aced it. I knew I knew everything about the word processor. So yeah, we're talking about like 30 years ago, right? So. I know. <laughs> so then I got a job in the government. I stayed there for a couple of years. Then I moved to the Canadian Labor Congress, stayed there for a couple of years. Then I went into real estate, oh, got my yeah. license, and I started selling home in, uh, for a while. But then, then I again, I had a boyfriend that didn't like me le- working on weekends, and I liked working mm. boyfriend. <laughs> so I, I left, yeah. that and I got a job in the, uh, in, the fir- in the law firm. So mm-hmm. I started working there and then uh, then I went, I got tired of that. And then I started working as a uh, telemarketing manager. So I traveled a bit. So then I had to really put the courses on hold. So I mm-hmm. went to Vancouver and oh. also to Chicago to work as a telemarketing manager for a while for the arts and performing arts. Wow. So that was, yeah, that was kind of fun. But then I said, okay, I wanted to come back to Ottawa. And then I got a job actually with AT&T Canada and I finally stayed there for seven years. <laughs> that was a long time I stayed somewhere. And then I, I got into IT recruiting. And then that's when I realized that I enjoyed helping people with resumes, interviews, and all this. And I became a career coach because to me, I wanted to help people say, Hey, if you want to change jobs, you can do it. I felt it was easy. I, I enjoyed changing jobs. No,
0: apparently. Yes.
1: Yes. Yeah. So that, So five years, about a little over
0: five years ago, yeah, I became a career coach. Okay. And also now this licensed menopause champion. How did that come about? So it's all
1: related in some ways. So my sweet spot or the, the woman that I enjoy working with are people like me, which are women in midlife, mm-hmm. wanted to thrive. They're not ready to stop. They want to, you know, they want to be healthy. They want to, you know, have a great life contributing to society and to, you know, find fulfillment and stuff like that. And, and I came across the menopause. Not really knowing if that's what I was looking for, but then realized that was exactly what I was looking for, even to understand myself. Then I started to be able to support even more the women that were going through those stages in their careers, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's like an, a value added kind of thing, not just career coaching, but exactly. taking that holistic approach to it. So, exactly. Yeah. You know, when we started talking about the, um, you know, you're just tired. You're just tired. in I know your duties, you know, mm-hmm. and so to have a person who is working with you, who can appreciate that, I think that th- that's just a, a bonus for them. Mm-hmm. So here's a question, and I'm pretty sure I know the answer. Did you know what your career was going to look like? Absolutely
1: not. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that's what you know, young woman right now, I just was coaching a young woman before a call who says, oh, I don't know what to do. I'm so afraid to make the wrong decisions and all this. And I said, you know, I started out not knowing where I wanted to go. And all the events of my life brought me to who I am today. So our life is like a serendipitous type of life right and like even for yourself we're at world scales like there was a serendipity that somehow brought you there
0: would you say that i would say that and i do believe in the roomy quote that which you are seeking is seeking you Mm -hmm. yeah i mean i'm i'm just incredibly grateful to be there and and be this phenomenal program yeah Um, being able to um support the women. And especially after being in the employment industry for, I don't know, more than 20 years now, for goodness sake, it feels good to to put that information and that knowledge towards them and to help them create a network here. I've said before that I have, I'm not alone in this, but a superpower is my ability to see the incredible women. And I wish that managers would be able to see this would be able to see the incredible value that these women bring
1: exactly and so you see it so you're you're guiding them to bring that forth to bring it up and and because you want them to thrive right
0: yeah absolutely yeah i mean that's that's something that you found out after you know with your it recruiting and and stuff and wanting to be able to to help people and yeah, I, I went through my 20s and, and a lot of my 30s trying to figure it out and write the book about it. So yeah. interesting. You know, yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I totally, totally get it. Now, that's your career. But how else have you pivoted in your life?
1: I'm constantly looking. I'm 60. So and I'm
0: still I'm not ready. No, 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 <laughs> I don't believe that. No, okay. I, I can't li- believe that. I I like that you say that. <laughs> wow, but, wow, yeah.
1: I'm sixty and I'm not ready to settle down. Uh, however, however, you know. Mm. Uh, I want to help women. I want to help even you that say, hey, you know, sometimes, yes, you have to listen to yourself. Why? You know, sometimes we have to say, why am I tired? Last November, I was tired. I was like, OK, I can't keep on. I can't keep like this, but I love what I do. What's what's going on? But there was one part of my job that I didn't like, which was the social media. And this is the funny part about pivoting. There was an ad in a newspaper for a advertising consultant. I applied, I got the job I'm working for a newspaper. Mm-hmm. and It brings me back to when I was a little girl, wanted to yes. work as a journalist. And I'm so happy that I'm loving, loving my job. It's just incredible. It's part-time. I have so much flexibility. It's just an incredible job that gets me out of the house. And I, I talk to businesses about promoting their business. And it's it's so fun. For instance, a client that they wanted me to go after was the Provigo in town here in Elmer, Quebec. And I said, oh, you know, wouldn't it be great if they could advertise for, send for Valentine's Day their cakes? So I just sent her a note and suggested that. I said, oh, big you know, to maybe you can advertise in a newspaper, your, your cakes or something like that. She says, Oh yeah, we do. We have this new thing where, you know, you take a picture, we, we take pictures, like you bring in your picture and they will make it as the icing on the cake. Mm-hmm. And like, that's now, so they say, yeah, let's do that. So, I, it was it was just so fun and different other things too like you know you you suggest so I'm so my thing is that I'm not selling advertising I'm helping them with their advertising and that's where mm. I'm,
0: I'm loving it, right? So you're working in that environment right of a newspaper, and you're also helping people.
1: That's it. Yeah, and I just loving it. And there might be an opportunity for me to maybe write a column later on, so I'm working on that too. (laughs) So
0: that would oh boy, (laughs) everything, everything working together. I absolutely love it. And so, but you, you have a lot of things going on though. Like I'm just looking, you know, people should spend some time looking at your LinkedIn profile because you got a lot. So there's this power play, power play career. Yes. Let's talk about that. That's your business. That's a business. That's
1: the, like you would, you could say the umbrella of, Mm. of everything. So all the partnerships I have and, and things like that are all under the power play umbrella, basically. So there's the power play
0: career, which is offering the career coaching.
1: It's also offering so I have the power the career coaching and also the, some of the workshops, one of them being on uh branding with world skills and, mm. and I also work with another organization where uh she she provides content and I just facilitate for ninety minutes, so it's uh you know that's a lot of fun too, but that's under the umbrella but i don't do any like I don't do any development all this I just show up and present. <laughs>
0: Nothing wrong with that. Showing up and presenting,
1: yeah, and it's a lot of fun. The content is amazing. This lady has amazing content, so it's very easy to do. And is that in English or French? Uh, In in both languages, actually. Initially, she wanted me to do the French. She needed some French facilitators, uh, and but now um, occasionally she will ask me to do English one.
0: And the next question is,
1: (laughs) what's next for you? So right now, I think I'm fulfilled with all these little things. I've come to a place now, I enjoy all these little things. Before, it seems I was always looking for more. I don't know why I had Mm -hmm. a lot of plate, but I think I'm content with that. But now it's, it's to automate, it's to record some, maybe record some courses, maybe, you know, things like that. And just um make it a little bit more about you know the things i enjoy and maybe hire some help because some of the things i'm also uh, realizing some of the things i don't enjoy doing i need to outsource because i was thinking what can i need to give up something and then i said okay my right now my inbox uh, I had four emails. I said it's going. It's crazy. So I said, "Well, why don't I give that up?" So I have a lady that's going to be helping me manage that. So and you know, and
0: it's it's peanuts. So that's great because that's going to make a big, huge impact on your life. Yes, exactly. Okay. So you know, it's it's funny because as I get older, I like at this point when I was looking for something else after OC. So I said, you know what? It doesn't have to be. A nine to five job. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Do you think that's a function of getting older or is it a function of just being at a place financially where we have that, that luxury of, of really living an authentic life?
1: Yeah. And I like that living authentically. I think it's a little bit of everything, but at the same time, it's also the way it is in today's world in 2023 Uh and beyond. I think more and more because of COVID, you know, there are ways we can work. You can have maybe two or three jobs if that's what you Want to do, but it depends, it's not for everybody. This is why you know doing your self assessment, internal uh, reflection is so important. Some people thrive in an environment where it's nine, nine to five, some people don't, and it's knowing that, knowing yourself. Um, there was a lady actually, she was working like 20 years at the same place, nine to five, and So she was a little concerned about, oh, am I going to find another job? And she had, like her severance was, you know, I think it was for a year. So she didn't need to go to work, but it was that Mm -hmm. that mindset that, oh, I need to work nine to five. So we started talking about things. She loved to do photography. She loved to do some contracts here and there. So now to to make a long story short, after some Uh, coaching and all this she started her little business in photography and she's loving it and every now and then she has some contracts going on and she says oh my god this is the best best thing in my life right but it was a mindset it was like well no it's supposed to be done like that but what if i tell you it's not supposed to be like this what if you you know write your own job description and i think we talked a little bit about that Mm -hmm. yeah yeah so what would that look like? It's
0: amazing what comes up when you do that. It is. And I, I have to say that, that that has been on my mind this weekend to do that, to just sit down and really just pour it out, put it on paper. And I think that that really provides a lot of clarity in moving forward and deciding what's the most important thing for you or what you can let go of. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's 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 great. And now, do you have a, a favorite motivational quote or words that you live by?
1: Well, I think there's one that I love, 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 and I think you've heard it before because it's it. That's one that I really want to believe in it and also share it with my my clients and with you. But it's a quote from Marie Forleo. Mm, okay and it's the world needs that special gift that only you have i think that's like this is the best quote ever and i i keep loving it that mm-hmm. i like, referring to it to with my clients as well right you don't need to be like the other person you have your own job description And, you know, and, but I wanted to share another one with you that I saw this morning on, it was on one of the the postal boxes. Yes. And I think you're going to appreciate this one. It said, do something today that your future self will, that will thank you for.
0: Hmm. Okay. That your future self um, will thank you for. Interesting because yeah I was listening to the radio at some point today, and they were saying that you basically do a critical path. So let's say when you're eighty, if you want to be able to lift your grandchildren, mm-hmm. you need to be able to, at let's say at forty, you need to be able to lift a certain a number of weights. If you want to be able to do a two-mile hike with your family at 80 then you need to be able to doing, you know, like a six mile hike now. Because yeah. it's that same thing. Do something today that your future self will thank you for. Yeah, I love
1: that. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. That's exactly where where that's going. Yeah,
0: that's a deep one. I like that. I like mm-hmm. them. I like them both. And you and I could, I, we could talk for hours. This does not even hit the menopause one. That's another thing that I, I want to be doing. And I want to do... um. I want to do a menopause podcast because yeah. we need to get this into the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And-,
1: and there's different subject. Like, you know, there's uh, oh my gosh, yeah. like right now I have some presentations on uh, menopause in the workplace, menopause and food, menopause and psychology, menopause and health, menopause and mindset. Like it, and it's so interesting. Like you, it, it's, it's such a amazing like menopause is not a condition. It's a, it's life. So it's woman's cycle, it's the beauty of it. It's, we need to embrace it, you know, and I think we can, and we have to give that message out there.
0: I think so. And I think that I'm really excited to, I'm not even to rekindle because this is, we're not rekindling, we're kindling, like we're <laughs> developing. And I like this, I like this, Joanne. I, I see good things and I'm I'm just really excited. And I, I thank you so much for coming on and, and hanging oh, out uh, <laughs> on the playground. <laughs> yeah,
1: thank you so much, Tonya, for uh, inviting me. This has been awesome. You're doing awesome.
0: And I, I love that you're doing this program. I love that it's called The Playground. That is so cool. Thank you. It fits in with the, the puddle jump coaching, that whole kind of mentality, like your power play and stuff. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So, so thank you, Monami. I really appreciate you. Thank you so much for hanging out on the playground with me today, Joanne Savoie Malone. What a journey it has been and continues to be. You made it your goal to leave the tiny northern Ontario village of Earlton. You left behind your boyfriend and everything you knew, so you could start a new life in Ottawa. Your career journey was not necessarily a linear trajectory. You had a lot of different experiences which led you to where you are now, which for you is working part-time selling advertising in a local newspaper, which is bringing you pure joy. That young woman who wanted to be Nancy Drew or Peter Parker or Clark Kent has become her own superhero. It may not be the Daily Planet, But the newspaper environment that she gets to work at is affording her the opportunity to help others, something she finds extremely gratifying. At 60 years old, she is an inspiration to me. She lives a balanced life, listening to the clues the universe and her body are sending her. Talking with a fellow career coach completely energized me and got me thinking about my own job description. What does it say? What does yours say? As a woman in menopause, Joanne is embracing this new phase of her journey and is eager to keep doing one thing a day that her future self will thank her for. She is creative, industrious, resourceful, dynamic, and engaging. And in the spirit of the words of Marie Forleo, she is helping her clients with that special gift that only she has. I am so excited about what she will be creating next, and I am looking very forward, to further collaboration with her. The level of energy that she brought to me was out of this world, and I really, really want to thank her for that. So thank you once again, Joanne. Merci beaucoup, mon ami. I'm looking forward to next week's fabulous mystery guest for a very special 50th episode celebration remember to check out Rebel Dog Rescue to see how these incredible women are sharing their unique gifts with the world, both human and canine. Thank you so much to all of you for everything that you do. Until next time, remember to do something today that your future self will thank you for. Be good to yourself, to others, to animals, and the environment. See you on the playground next week when we will jump into the future together.